Thanks for tuning in. Before we start the show, we have an announcement to make. We got gear for you. Yeah, due to popular demand, we've got some proper nice t-shirts with our famous logo on the front. We've even got two style with caps. We've got the trucker cap and the best-selling uh, lazy slouch adjustable cap. And more importantly, we've got a beer mug, a whiskey glass, and a coffee mug to go. So you can be listening to our podcast no matter what you're doing, whether you're having a cigar at night or you're on your way to work. So you can pick up whatever you like there. Mike, where can they find it? All you got to do is go to freakstrength.com slash shop, freakstrength.com. Click on the shop. Once you click on shop, pictures are going to show up of our merchandise. Click those pictures right there. There you have it. Mike and Brooker show merchandise right there. Scroll right down. Order whatever you can to support the show. Show everyone that you are avid listeners of the Mike and Brooker show. Yeah. Show, your, show yourself as an original disciple of the show. And guys, we just want to thank you once again for the love and support. It means the world to us. But in order for us to keep doing this, we need to keep receiving feedback. So no matter what it is, good, bad, or ugly, we're open to everything. We want to keep delivering the best information possible. So thanks once again for all the love, and we hope to hear from you soon. Thanks, guys. And we're rolling. All right, so we got, we got my good friend, uh, former client, Mandy Sack. Well, I know her as Mandy Sack. She's Mandy Rose to the WWE universe. Um, there's there's Freya again. Um, oh. <laughs> um, and oh shit, what what when did when did we meet? When I first opened the gym, what is that? 2014 or 2015? Yeah, yeah, it was about. I want to say when we started training was like right was like 2014, I think, right? Yeah, I yeah. want to say. And, that's and then what, again, I what what was the name of the show you were on? Tough enough. Tough enough. Yeah, yeah. So it was right before Tough Enough, right? That's when mm -hmm. it was. Yeah, yeah that's so. so your your manager at the time had set us up. We ended up training together. And then what was it? What did we train together? Like three months in preparation for Tough Enough? I want to say it was like around three months. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was a gr great timing because it's exact. The training is exactly what I needed for that like competition special alone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and I remember, I remember your last week there, you ended up last two weeks there. You were coming almost every day at one point. And you, you were so nice as to bring me fresh mutts and uh, oh yeah, <laughs> and and I'm and surprised super you remember that. And, dude, I'll never, I'll never forget it. It was, it was such oh. a nice gesture. It was so. Her I dad owns a deli. What, what's the name of your dad's deli? Give him a shout out. Yeah, Arthur Avenue in Carmel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she gave, she gave me like all, all fresh mutts, uh, prosciutto, super sad, uh, all you know, just like. As a thank you yeah. and stuff, it was so sweet. It was so oh, nice. Oh, that's I loved so it. funny! Yeah. I forgot about that. Wow. So, uh. so you have. <clears throat> I mean, I, when when I think of everything that you've done now, I mean, you're you're a WWE diva. You start off with Tough Enough, but actually, prior to that, you were bikini model. Uh, or what? Yeah. What? Say say it again. What What was your title? I was the bikini world champion with WBFF. <laughs> so right before I met her, you had just won that, right? Yes. And yeah, because that was 2014. Yep. And then after that, then you got recruited to do Tough Enough. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you were in NXT for how long? About um, two years. For two years? Yeah. But geez, so you've been a diva? Yeah. Have you been a diva for three, four years now? Almost three years. Yeah. 
if I'm doing that correctly, I feel like lately I can't keep track of time. I don't know. <laughs> it's so bad, but I'm like, uh, yeah, I want to say I was in NXT for two years and then I got called up to Monday night raw first. And that was like 2017. And then yeah, it's 20, it'll, we'll be going on three years on the main roster. That's so cool. That's awesome. So, Crazy. so you, just, you tour, you're touring all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. Touring all over. It's been, been quite the journey. I mean, I remember sitting in the gym talking to you about it. Cause you actually had like, you knew about, you know, the, the lifestyle a little bit more than I did, you know, from your friends and, and just, um, <clears throat> and I, I had no idea about it. And you were like, it's a lot of traveling. I remember. Yeah. And it's, it is, it's a lot, a lot of traveling, but you know, it's, um, it's worth it. It's so much fun. We get to, we get to travel the world and see all these cool places and, um, and just kind of, we have such a good camaraderie and we all, we all have a good time and, um, it's been, it's been awesome. I'm very grateful. Yo, speaking of camaraderie. So I, I don't really follow the WWE all that much. I check up on yeah. you. That's about yeah. it. And I used to see so much shit in your story, like you and Sonia or, or what, what, I, I completely forget her name. What's, what's her name? Daria. Sonia. Dar yeah. So, we can so, go by Sonia. That's fine. <laughs> and <laughs> you guys are always together nonstop. And then all of a sudden I see you guys have fucking beef now. What the hell happened? Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, she literally, you know, you, you've seen us backstage that time you came to the show. She, was my best friend. We did everything together. She was like a sister to me. I mean, we just hit it off. And she's from, you know, Jersey, South Jersey. So when we first met during Tough Enough, it was like immediate, like just, we just hit it off and we um, had so many like similarities and just, um, you know, chemistry and, and it was just natural for us. And then, um, yeah, she's no longer my best friend anymore. That's for damn sure. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> uh, so, so you know, what you guys, you guys used to do like Demandy's Donuts, right? Yeah. Well, we still have our, our YouTube channel. We're, um, we're still like creating content separately and all that. We're, um, you know, because our end goal for Demandy's Donuts was having like a brick and mortar down the road, like a, a you know, a store. So, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Right now, we're, that's on hold. But um, <laughs> we're, still, we're still creating our content and, uh, and doing stuff by ourselves. So That's so cool. That's yeah, I, I'm. I was a huge fan of Demandy's Donuts because I'm just uh, I'm such a fucking fat kid at heart. You're, <laughs> I know you love it. Well, that's how we both were too, and that's how it started. We were like, well, we love food. We want to like you know build our YouTube and do things outside of WWE, obviously. And um, we travel the world. We're like, why don't we like set up a little you know camera like a car cam and try you know donuts and film it and like we kind of like at first we're like oh we'll see where it goes and then our fans were loving it they were like well this is cool like you know we get to see them traveling and seeing the behind the scenes and watching them eat donuts like who doesn't love donuts you know so it kind of we hit it off and um and it was it was really cool and then we always had like envision of you know the, the um the future of opening up a store and you know so we're, so we're creating the brand obviously first and then eventually um you know having having because we have no donuts yet so my dad thinks that's the funniest thing because he's like him and his friend they're like so you guys don't sell donuts yet i'm like no dad i'm like today's day and age it's like opposite they don't know about that stuff i'm like no we're creating a brand and then we're gonna eventually have the store my dad's like Wait, we're in, I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> I was like, let me teach you a little something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that 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 guy, uh, um, uh, El Presidente, right? He does he does the whole pizza review thing. Yeah, yeah. Pizza places sell. So uh, one of my guys was telling me, Ryan was telling me today that 
uh, he does pizza reviews on frozen pizzas, and every single time he does a review on it, their website crashes. Really? Yeah. So I oh mean, my who knows? Gosh. you could be doing that for the donut world. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy, though. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He, and, I, now, I, and yeah, and that it's now we've like well, not now, but when we were um, still doing it, we actually like didn't just do donuts. We started doing pizza. We started doing other foods because we're like we're just foodies. Like we both grew up in mm. like you know Italian homes where we were eating pasta and chicken cutlets every night and stuff. So we started doing food reviews in certain places. And like, if we'd go to Wisconsin, we did like cheese curds. So, um, you know, we're just, we're just fat kids at heart basically too. So, um, yeah, but it was, it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. So, so what was your, what was your favorite donut? What was your favorite um, spot? So actually this place called Meshi's Donuts in Lafayette, Louisiana and like hole in the wall. Like we actually were about to turn around because we were like, uh, like I don't know if we should even get out of our car. Like it was pretty <laughs> bad, and um, it was it was really funny. And then they had the best donuts, like the most amazing donuts. It was crazy. What what kind of do you guys stick with the glazed for your taste test? Is that what it is? Yeah, we'll, we'll get a variety of different ones, but we we'll stick like my favorite's glazed. And um, we'll, we'll stick with the glaze because I'm not really into like the cakey ones and like the like all like you know cereals on them and all mm -hmm. that like fancy stuff. I'm kind of like into the, into the traditional like just nice you know doughy glazed donut. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so you have the donut thing. You have the WWE. I mean, you're. I just saw that your Instagram. You posted that you have the most active following of any athlete is that did yeah, i did i state that really right? crazy i mean it was, a, it was a it was a period of time it was like during quarantine i forget the exact i think it was right around wrestlemania um i thought you know if i'm not mistaken and it was like i guess the most interaction on social um across like twitter instagram facebook um and yeah i was number one i was like what i beat tom brady i'm like get out of here <laughs> dude how about how about That's that crazy so does that, that mean crazy. that you're you're responding to everything or you're responding to so, DMs? Because I can must imagine you must get loads of Oh, them. gosh. Yeah, that I don't do. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't really respond to DMs because it's just – I mean, I try, obviously. But um, there's a lot of ones that just have to get filtered out, you know. But um, it's – I guess it was mostly like – I mean, I don't know specifics, but I'm assuming from WrestleMania because we had a huge storyline and, you know, the kiss with Otis and I and – and like our YouTube video um, backstage, I, I believe Otis and I kind of like just um, had the most amount of views, I guess, of all WrestleMania videos. I, I want to say, you know, because we were trending that night for like hours at a, you know, long, a long time. I don't even know how long. So I think it was a, a, a you know, general um, generalization of like certain amount of days and me responding on Twitter, I would assume. So I don't really do much responding on Instagram and stuff like that. Oh, and I think TikTok too might have been a... <laughs> I don't know if it had TikTok in there, but I started TikTok and I was just like bored and doing these videos and maybe that helped too. I don't know. Brooker, you got to see her on TikTok. I've seen some of her videos <laughs> on TikTok. It's just her dancing and people eat it. Up. I mean, hot chick dancing, like who wouldn't eat it up? But right. You know, I mean, she kills it. But I mean, you're, dude, you're, you have three. What, and what, what else besides the Demandies Donuts? What else do you have going on? 
Um, so I have my app, the Fit with Mandy app, um, mm-hmm. and that's that's basically it. Worked out well for being quarantined and everything going on with the COVID because it's an at-home program. Um, so it's basically pretty very very easy program to follow. It's a twelve-week at-home program designed for all different skill levels. You know, for um, um, all different ages, and it's it requires little to no equipment, and you can like do it anywhere. So when this whole thing happened, I started trying to promote it more and all that because I I kind of started it like. A year ago and um it's been good you know it's it's fun it's been it's a good high intensity interval training program so um that that worked out well and um yeah and then i have a skincare line coming out soon actually launching in the next few months hopefully you know been a I long s- process yeah i saw you posting something about that so what yeah. how wh- how did you get into the skincare what is what is what goes on with that so um a good friend of mine, Jazz Mather, um, the partner that I'm uh, involved with, with uh, Amarose, it's called. We kind of like maybe a little less than a year ago when we first met, we, um, and he's like a businessman and does a lot with, um, you know, he has his own supplement program and, and a bunch of other things called Limitless. But he um, always wanted to, des- to design a skincare program, um, sorry, not program, skincare line with um, somebody. And when we met, it was like, it worked out really well. Um, you know, I've always been high, you know, into um, my skin and beauty and all that as well. And I think it works really well too, because it's like with traveling so much and, you know, everything between fitness and, you know, a healthier lifestyle. And then obviously taking care of your skin is so important. So I wanted to all kind of relate and, um, and, you know, just help other people out there. And, and we basically, it took us a long time to develop the products and all um, and then like the last six months, I've been kind of um, using the products and making sure I love them, of course, until everything um, rolls out. And we just kind of want to create like a huge brand. And, um, and the name is Amarose, which I thought was really clever. Amanda Rose, you know. Um, so hopefully, and hopefully it can lead to other things, other beauty products, you know, hair, um, all that, all that type of stuff. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Is it with men too? Because I know the male cosmetic market is about to explode, is exploding. Yeah, yeah, it's for men as well. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that's another thing I want to get involved in, you know, down the road with like creating more like like men's, um, you know, shaving cream and all that kind of stuff because that is a, mm-hmm. a big a big thing right now as well. Yeah, not for me and you, bud. Yeah. I, I was gonna yeah. say if you have you beard oil, <laughs> yeah, beard oil, we'll we'll hock it yeah. on here for you. No, no yeah, that'll, <laughs> that'll be my next thing. Yeah, actually, I could use a shaving cream. I shave my arms. I'll use yeah, some shaving cream for that. Over there. <laughs> So, so you have, you have all these different, all these different sources of potential income, like talk about anti-fragile, right? And it all, dude, this shit all started with WBFF and Instagram. Like when I first started training, what did you have? Like 500,000 followers or something like that? Was it even that many? Probably not even that many. Yeah. I mean, I, I was definitely like growing. It was maybe like 300, 400. I don't know exactly, but yeah, you make a good point because I, um, I kind of laugh, like thinking about how it all started. And like my brothers used to kind of like, even like laugh at me or, you know, make fun of me, whatever, you know, typical, like, Oh, you and these selfies and you taking all these photos and everything. And I was like, yeah, but I had like a vision. I was like, I'm, I'm not just taking these selfies because I think, I think I look good and I want, you know, you know, it wasn't like a thirst trap. It was more just like, I know with fitness and this was, and that was like 
the beginning of, um, or actually like in the middle of when it started getting huge with Instagram and, you know, shout for shouts. And I remember I used those yep. and, um, that's how I grew my following. And people kind of laugh now when I explain that to them, they're like, what's that? Like, what did you used to do? I'm like, I used to kind of exchange profiles with girls that had more followers than me or around the same amount. And we'd, you know, build each other's followings and, you know, collaborate and, and it was called like a shout for shot. I remember I used to do it like all day at sometimes, especially when I was like after college and I wasn't sure if I wanted to go to, um, you know, which program I wanted to go into for speech pathology. So I kind of had more time in my hands and then it kind of just took off and everything like WBFF and then, you know, tough enough and WWE and it just kept growing. And now obviously I'm on such a huge platform with WWE, which, which helps and my following just keeps growing. And, but I, I really try to keep that fitness um, audience as well, not just, you know, wrestling fans and stuff. Cause I want to, I want to be, um, you know, a, a brand to, to all walks of life. So. Yeah. Mandy, yeah. apart from, apart yeah. from the obvious benefits of having such a large social media following, what's some of the things that, you know, a lot of young people now, they kind of want to get to where you are. What's something that, you've experienced that you was never expecting through this? Um, Yeah, I want to say probably, and this is what I kind of preach a lot now is that like, you know, you never know what you're going to, or where you're going to end up or what you're going to do. Cause I obviously went to college and that was like the right thing to do. You got to go to college and, you know, get a degree. Um, But I didn't really know exactly like if that's what I wanted to pursue. Like I always, when I was younger, I always, loved working with children and like wanted to be a teacher and then I started getting into the speech language pathology and then I was like oh this is cool because it's actually um a bigger uh business in the sense of I can work in a hospital I can work at home care and I really fell in love with that that was a really um rewarding uh, you know job that I was doing um when I was still in school and then you know then I started just kind of training but I was I was working and hustling and working and I was working at the restaurant and bartending and, um, and then, you know, I just, I just never knew I'd end up here, like in WWE, let alone. So like, even when I was, would train with Mike at the gym, I'd always say like, you know, it's, it's cool. I didn't know if I tough enough was like the route I wanted to go because it was a reality show. And I was like, I don't know if this is something I want to be, you know, you know, in my, in my, uh, route, I didn't know if I wanted to go through it with a reality show, but I think it's like you just take chances and I think you never know where you're going to end up. And I think that's my biggest like kind of um, advice I can give to younger ones or whatever it is, because, you know, do what makes you happy. Because once I started, once I fell in love with fitness and seeing the changes within my body and the insecurities I had growing up, like having bigger legs, but all of a sudden now like my legs are, you know, the best part of my body. I love my legs. So it's like, that's something that I found that I fell in love with. And then it opened up so many other doors for me. So that would definitely be, it's like, you know, you never know where you're going to end up and always take those risks because the worst thing that could happen is you fail and you, you find something else. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I love how I, I remember, I remember you starting off and we were going, going back and forth with the idea of tough enough. And yeah. sitting there saying like, ah, I don't know, because, you know, the whole New York thing, you got your fucking accent. They're going to make another like, <laughs> you know, it's going to be I like know. another Jersey Shore situation thing. Like this is going to be too easy yep. to play. Are you going to be stuck in that? And then now, I mean, the golden goddess, are, are you still the golden goddess? 
Yeah. I mean, now I kind of go by like God's greatest creation. That's another one, but <laughs> I mean, they're all the same. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, talk about making the right move. Like it just taking the plunge, going for yeah. it. And it's, it's just really panning out. Whatever. I remember there was another, uh, right when you were getting involved there, there was, I think she had like red hair. Uh, oh, uh, Eva, Natalie, Eva Marie. And she was like trying to phase herself out and be more of a model or be more of something else. What, what is she doing now? What, what ended up happening with her? So she's, um, she's doing really well, actually. She's in, um, she's big into fitness. She, she actually looks great. Um, best I've ever seen her. She's really into fitness. She has her own program. I believe she has like her own ebook and kind of nutrition plans like that. Um, and she just want, created a name for herself. She created a brand and it's what I'm doing now too. But, um, you know, she sells her own sunglasses and, um, and, you know, she has different sponsorships and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, it, she developed a name pretty quick in WWE with Total Divas and, um, and then, and then she realized that she wanted to do other things. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that she's, um, definitely, uh, she's smart in the sense of like using the platform and, and kind of going off of that and, you know, keep, uh, rebranding herself into, um, doing other things. So, um, yeah, she, we stay in touch here and there. I haven't talked to her in a while, but through social media and stuff. So it looks like she's doing well though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to, to be able to have all these different revenues, like the, these different avenues where you can generate revenue, it's, it's incredible. The business you are, I mean, you yourself are an entire industry by yourself. You have the cosmetics, you have, you have the personal, uh, branding with, the Instagram, you have the entertainment. I mean, it's, it's fucking incredible what you've been able to accomplish. Like, do, do you ever just sit back yeah. and holy fuck, do you, now do you, do you have a plan, uh, something written out that's like, hey, I want to achieve this, this, and this? Or do you like kind of go with the flow, see where it leads and try to make good decisions along the, along the way? How do, you, how do you go about organizing your fucking life? I know, it's kind of crazy. I'm more of like a go with the flow type of person, mm -hmm. but, and that's how I've been the past like 10 years. But I feel like now I, I'm trying to be a little bit more organized in the sense, just because there's so many things going on. And it's also like, I don't want to, you know, put more attention to something else and then forget about that. And like, and now I, I try to write things down and I try to just, um, you know, be more organized. Cause I feel like having a goal and setting something like, you know, in a time frame is, is helpful too. Cause then I can look back and be like, okay, you know, I said three months from now, I'm going to do this and, and et cetera. So, um, I do, I try to do that a little bit more now, but I am like such a go with the flow person. I don't know. I, I'm pretty laid back. I've always been like that. I'm always just kind of like, like, well, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out when we get there. But then like, now I feel like it's just, I get so busy that I'm like, oh, maybe I need to like pre-plan and like be more organized. Yeah. Cause like you said, there's, there's a lot going on and it's like, and social media alone, like trying to keep up with my own social and make sure I'm active and posting. Like it sounds silly, but like, it takes up a lot of time, you know, like oh yeah, it's, it's time consuming. And then like, you know, sometimes I'm on my phone too much. And then I feel like I miss out on like actual just personal interaction when I'm with, you know, family or friends. And then, but people also don't realize that it's a business and it's, you know, I'm creating, I'm generating revenue off of it. So it's like, I have to stay, um, stay active. And it's for WWE, for our fans too. You know, they, they love to see us active and interact with them. So. Yeah. I mean, dude, you are on top of it with every, so you do your own posting. 
I do, yeah. yeah. Do you do, do, you do I, I haven't even noticed, do you do any hashtags? You're so big, you don't even have to do any hashtags or anything, right? No, I do sometimes. Like I'll do, um, like TikTok, I'll hashtag. Cause I'm, I'm still growing with that, you know, I don't. And, um, but yeah, I, I do some. I mean, I not like I used to. I used to like have the whole, like I remember my whole thing was like huge, but I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but anytime I DM you or message you or, or text you, I don't even know how the fuck I get in touch with you anymore. But anytime, WhatsApp, right? <laughs> yeah, right now it's WhatsApp. But every yeah. time I talk to you, like you're, you're instantaneous, you get back. I mean, you usually are the one with the last word. It's like, I, you never leave me hanging. So no matter how fucking busy you are, you're always there. We always manage to have like some yeah. kind of catch up. Like it's, it's, it's so as bad as you may feel about not being in the present, you do a pretty fucking good job. So thanks. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you and I, we haven't trained together in four years or whatever it's been five years. And yet yeah. we still have some kind of relationship where we BS and catch up. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're doing a good fucking job. Like it's, oh, thanks. dude, it's impressive. You have, you have 2.2 million followers or is it grown now? Um, 2.4 actually. Oh, dude, I, <laughs> I, I, I can't even, I can't even get a I point. I mean, I'm not one. counting or anything. <laughs> no, that's, that's incredible. That you, and it you is, yeah. All these things coming in together, you're managing it all. Uh, one, one of my buddy's dads, he's worth like $300 million and he's like a self-made dude from the fucking ghetto, uh, old school Guinea from like Hoboken mm-hmm. he built, he worked his way up. And he said, when you get to the top, there's a hundred good deals a year, but every single deal that's presented to you when you're at this level is fucking good. The, mm-hmm. the smart people say no to 99 of them, to 98 of them. All you need are two, two of them. So like, yeah. that's where it's almost like that's where the extreme focus comes in because you're Mandy Rose. I guarantee you could tweet, tweet out like, hey, someone give me a good business idea. I'll back it. And it'll fucking make money. You know, yeah. like you could figure something out, partner with someone, but to find the right one, that's almost where the organization and the diligence, like that, that's where it really comes into play. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's like, it's so true. And you can't, you know, you can't promote everything. You can't, you don't want to, um, you know, kind of devalue your brand either. So it's like having the right kind of team supporting you and the right people looking over your stuff is, is very important too. So, and like you said, yeah, there's a, there's so many things when, um, when you're at this point, but it's like, you, you really have to pick and choose and what's worth, you know, mm-hmm. and, and what's going to help your, help your brand. So. Do you, so Mandy, if you was to start again with all of this, so you lose all your followers and all of that, what are you doing? How you how you growing? What have you learn yeah. about the way people, you know, sort of their preferences and different things like that? How did you learn to connect? What, what would you do? Um. Well, shit. I never really thought about that. <laughs> um. But I think, I mean, like, what would I do, or what what did I learn? Like, how would you, you go about it? So, I mean, what did you what have you learn from you know three hundred thousand you know hot chick on Instagram to now being you know okay. really three million. What did you learn? And then what would you do if you was to start it all again fresh now? Okay. Get back okay. quicker or if not more followers? Yeah. Um, hmm. I learned a lot for sure. I think, um, like, like I said in the beginning, it was kind of just doing these shout for shouts. And I think the one thing I would say is that sometimes I would kind of do ones that looked good in the moment, but then like, could have maybe devalued my brand a little bit because you have to pick and choose on who you want to do this with. You know, obviously we all know like sex sells, but is it appropriate for, 
your brand and is that what you want to promote? And like the business I'm in now today, WWE, you know, we're a PG company and the majority of our fans are children. So I have to watch what I post and I have to be mindful of that. And I want to, you know, I'm a role model now. So like, you know, when I was in fitness, it was, you know, I was kind of finding myself and um, helping others, of course, and others were helping me, you know, I, I didn't have all the knowledge. That's why I would have people train me and, um, and all that. And so I think now it's like, you know, I'm a big role model. So I have to be so careful with what I say on social media. And I think having a voice now is so important too. So I, it's just changed and it's just evolved. You know, back then I didn't really have this platform as much. Like I could, I could go and speak a little bit here and there, but like now it's like I'm older and we all learn so much as we, as we grow. So I feel like now it's, I really want to help, you know, younger girls, you know, get through their, their difficulties that they have as, you know, as you grow up. And, and now, you know, you see this like cyberbullying and all this crazy stuff out there. It's like, it's such a shame because it's, it's so messed up, you know, it, it, it really is. It's like, you wouldn't think that like people could be so influenced by people's comments, on, but it is like, it's a thing. And it's, it's really kind of um, messed up. And we all, maybe when we were younger, we did it, or we were around people that did it, but we just didn't know that it would, you know, get to this point or really affect people that much. So um, just kind of helping younger people now um, and being the, on the platform that I am, making sure I, um, you know, making sure I promote myself as a role model and, um, and have, you know, the influencer that I am and I can, I can uh, help you know, younger kids and stuff, you know, get, get through, get through the difficulties I went through through personal experience or whatever it may be. So would that go, so say you start fresh, completely mm -hmm. new, new account like, what would of I everything. Do? What are you going to do? God. Come on, give the, give the this 10 like step plan. What are you going to do? <laughs> what would I do, do um have to start fresh or should I just I'm trying to think like what would I do differently than what I did let's or just what, say like, you wake up tomorrow morning and it was all a dream <laughs> you start again yeah but you can keep your Man. knowledge of what you've learned up to this date where how are you going to get yourself back to where you are now as quick as possible good question hmm Bro, you got to give her a fucking couple of days to answer God, this question. Know, Holy shit. No, nah, bro. The <laughs> interesting a, bit is going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, shit, this is too much for me well, right now. What, what started I mean, it off with your following? Was it the WBFF? Is that what built your following? Not really. I feel like what started it was, like, my selfies and my, like, progress pictures and kind of, like, I don't know, just, like, being me and 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 I'm telling you like these these shout for shouts that I did all the time which is so funny because you don't see them anymore you know it's evolved it's evolved but um I, yeah I, mostly that WBFF was was a platform and then it kind of um got my name out there obviously then I got sponsored by USN um I, you know when I won it was like the biggest contract they've ever given people which was cool and I was grateful that I was able to have that and um, and then that's kind of what started it. And then I was able to save some money and try to get my name out there and, and, you know, develop different relationships with people. But, um, gosh, I don't know. You got me thinking now, like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm like, I'm going to have no followers and I'm going to be, <laughs> because it's so funny. Cause it's like, you don't think of that stuff, which is a, it's a good question. But, um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know. Cause not to say that my followers are everything and, you know, and, but I think they are a big part of the fact of where I am today. You know, if I sure. am being Absolutely. in WWE and not, and not everyone in WWE has a huge following. A lot of people do for sure. I think being on TV and booked as much as I am right now and being in a really um, prominent um, storyline that really resonated with fans has helped for sure. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's yeah. I might have to get back to you with that question. <laughs> That's all right. That, that will be for the next podcast. We can open yeah, up. But it's, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, it is. You, you know what I would do if I were you, do you have, do you have a newsletter or do you have any subscription thing that people sign up for so you can contact their inference and you can get their contact information? Um, I have like the subscription with my app. That's mm -hmm. like, um, a little way if they have um, questions and stuff regarding the app, but, um, just a not like a subscription so, to yeah i don't yeah. so so what i would do if i were you and this is like a rainy day thing sign up for yeah. like you know a mailchimp or some shit like that and you end up paying a couple hundred bucks a month because you'll have hundreds of thousands of, of subscribers but like yeah. go, go on your profile and say hey listen uh if you guys want you know, personal emails or direct contact with me and want to know when I'm doing something special and you keep missing it on Instagram for whatever reason, hey, swipe up, sign up for this newsletter. And now all of a sudden someone hacks your fucking Instagram. You still have all this contact information. I mean, that's, that's, that's true. I yeah. for a backup. No, and, that's not a bad idea at all. And then you could keep them. And these are like your true Mandy fans. Like these yeah. shit, like they, they can have all the, all the information on, hey, I'm selling clothing. Hey, I'm selling this. I'm selling that. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there. And then you could start doing autograph signings too and have the direct contact with them with that newsletter on top of whatever. I don't know. It's just, yeah. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Well, that's like the thing. It's like, you know, there's not just Instagram now. There's so yeah. many other platforms, which is good. Um, but yeah, that's that's because my Instagram is is my main platform with the most followers, I'd say. But um, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's not a bad idea, actually. I yeah, remember that one. Because Put that one in my pocket. Yeah. Because what think you if you have 2.4 million followers, I mean your story is gonna be people will end up seeing what at best 10% of your story. At best yeah, you'll get probably best, best case scenario 200,000 if Instagram isn't toggling down your fucking views, right? Right. That's like everything goes goes according to plan. So that's 10%. And then of that 10% of people. Best case scenario, if you have something interactive, will be what five percent, five percent. Probably, yeah. Right, dude. Yeah. And of the two point four million followers, what's that come down to be? Maybe was that twelve thousand followers or twelve thousand uh, people actually? Yeah. Right. That's not that yeah, many. That's true. No, out of two point no, four million to two point four now. Right. So yeah. if you could, if you could do it routinely and then all of a sudden have that instant access to these people, now you don't have to worry about Instagram toggling your shit anymore. True. True. I think we got something here. Dude, I'm, I'm not just a trainer. I'm I mean, a fucking genius. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> oh shit. No, that's good though. So, so you have, do you have any clothing? as well for some reason I, I thought i saw you doing clothing stuff for, for a minute yeah well this brand vanquish actually i'm uh, okay. i've been working with for like almost i want to say like a year and a half almost two years um which is like a good little clothing fitness brand that i've been working with for a while they you know they treat me well and um eventually i feel like that's another line that i'd love to do um but you know it's just 
it's, I, I would love to do so many things, but obviously with WWE and all, it's like my schedule is so crazy. Like you said, I, and I don't even have anyone that's like really like, I don't really have like a manager that like helps me post and do all this stuff. So like, I definitely need the help in a way because it's a lot. Um, that's why I have a partner with the Amaro skincare line and, and he does a lot of work and a lot of the back end stuff. Cause you know, I, I just don't have the time. So, you know, I'm like the face, the brand, but I, a lot of that other stuff, I just, I wish I could. And it's like time and knowledge. Like I need the help with the business side of things too, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's something that I, um, I definitely look into in the future too. So what about working out now? So you have, we just listed a laundry list of fucking shit that you're doing right now. You're, you are doing the, 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 the Amrose makeup line. You're doing all these different things and you got to compete in the WWE and you got to travel nonstop. How many days a year on your, are you on the road? I mean, during normal times, it's like 300 days, basically. <laughs> yeah. 300 days, five, six yeah. of the year, five, six of the year, you're traveling. How yeah. are you staying in shape? And you're I eating know, fucking donuts. Hard. You're and eating I donuts write. and you're eating cheese curds. Right. And I mean, <laughs> and I love food. So it's like, shit, um, it's hard. It's definitely a hard balance, but I have to say I'm blessed and I'm happy that I was in fitness and competing before this because I have a really good base and, and thankful I have good genetics too, but I train really hard. So I'm not downplaying that I don't train a lot, but I think it helps that I have a lot of muscle still. And if I go off a little bit here and there, it doesn't take me weeks to get back. It takes me a few days just to kind of like, you know, drink a ton of water and whatever I got to do to get there. But I've been off a little bit during this quarantine. I mean, probably who hasn't. I mean, between workouts and I'm trying to keep up with my workouts. um, But like eating wise, it's like I'm just eating because I'm bored and like, you know, it's hard. But and food, I can't go away from. Like, I don't, I don't eat like I used to with like the chicken and rice every, you know, four times a day. Like, I don't do that anymore. I, I need balance, and I, and I have more of like a life now. I have to say, it's, you know, you can't do that all year round. But I try my best to, you know, stick with it. And that, that was the whole thing when we came out with Demandies. Like, we're two fit chicks that like love food, but like our logo is like it's all about balance because we love food and you know, people are like, well, how do you eat donuts? And how do you do this? Like, but you look like, and it's like, well, we we're, we train really hard and we don't eat donuts every day. It's all, you know, moderation. So. Yeah. Does, does the WWE have any nutritionists that you guys work with? Um, yeah, they have like, not specifically like to your own needs, um, but they, they have sometimes they'll do like little seminars and stuff with the nutritionists and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, they could probably have like, it would be cool to have like a nutritionist to like every, you know, group of people that like, you know, or to their specific needs, which would be nice. But, um, you know, and I, I know a lot about that. I know how, what to eat and how, you know, but it's just hard when you're on the road and you're driving at, you know, 2 a.m. in the morning to the next town, you, nothing's open. If you don't pack your meals or bring your meals, you're going to get McDonald's or, you know, anything that Wawa, whatever's convenient and open and easy to get, like, you know, so the struggle. What, what do you, what do you notice that, re- I mean, cause your sleep habits have to be now in quarantine, they're probably good, but prior yeah. to that, they, they had to have been horrible. What yeah. You, they were pretty shitty. What do you, what do you do for that? Like, I, I know if I don't sleep, I 
genuinely start getting mentally disturbed. Like I will have anxiety attacks. I will get depressed. Yeah. It, it, and, and like when I get anxious, I don't eat. So I start looking like fucking Schmeagle. So yeah, like, yeah. you know, so it, what, yeah. what, do you, what do you do to combat all that shit? So you, you said you get anxious as well. Yeah, I get, um, like I'll get irritable and just like, like I, I need my sleep. Like if I don't get eight hours, usually I'm like, I need a nap or whatever in my sleep. So when, when we're on the road in normal time and schedule, we, um, the good thing is, is like we drive late after the show to the next town. Well, what um, Sonia and I used to do because everyone will sometimes do different things like drive in the morning or drive at night, but we rather we're, we're night people. We'll drive at night, get there, let's say the latest, you know, 3 a.m. in the morning, depending on the drive. Sometimes they're like three hour drives and then we'll sleep at least till like 11, which isn't bad. And then get up train and we don't have to be at the venue till like 5 p.m. So it's not that bad considering um, when it's like that. I mean, if there's a matinee show on Sunday and you got to be there at, at 12, it's a different story. You lose some sleep, but, um, and it's, sometimes we have flights. Sometimes it's more than 300 miles and you have to fly. So it all depends, but it's not that bad. Like I, and I need my sleep. I need my sleep as long as I'm um, training, I feel fine. And, and yeah, I'm the same way. Are you, are you doing anything specifically to recover from the travel? Like if you come off a flight, are you saying, shit, I got to get off this flight and I got to do cardio right away, or I got to eat like a dozen fucking apples or pieces of fruit or berries or some shit. <laughs> is there, is there any ritual that you have or anything to help make sure like you feel f more fresh coming off the flight because it 30,000 feet above, yeah. above sea level, you know, recycled yeah. parts, you know, like that, that can't be fucking good. No, I would say drinking a ton of water, staying hydrated. And then like, I try to find saunas wherever I go train. Cause I don't know, I, I can't sweat that much when I'm working out. So like, I need the sauna. So mm -hmm. once I like, I can get a good sweat out, I feel much better. Cause I'm like, then, you know, cause you get bloated and from flying and all that. So, um, I definitely try to always find a sauna. Do you, do you ever struggle getting to sleep at all? Or like, can you just fucking fall asleep? No, usually pretty good. Yeah. I usually can just fall asleep. So what, what is, it, it's the food that, that seems to be the biggest issue for you. What, what, and it's not even an issue. It's not like you're fucking fat or anything. Um, <laughs> but what food really, really gets you and makes you start feeling like, oh shit, like I, I'm, I'm groggy. I can't, I can't do this. Like I'm all, I'm all like glunked up. Yeah. Um, I would say probably like a lot of fried food. If I go to have fried food, um, McDonald's, which I'm, well, yeah, like fast food, definitely. Mm -hmm. Like I, I might've had Wendy's last night, not gonna lie. <laughs> what it did, was what, late. We were driving. What did you have? Um, I had a, I had a, what did I have at Wendy's? They don't, they don't call them quarter pounders, do they? I always forget. No, I had like a, I had a number one, but like a double and I didn't need a double cause it was huge and fries and, and a soda, which I don't, ever drink soda anymore and that's another thing that makes me feel disgusting afterwards but yeah i woke up this morning like this is just disgusted like you know you always feel gross when you have that at night but once in a while it's okay yeah my you know? my, my wendy's order i haven't been to wendy's in a few months but i'll go there i'll have a triple cheeseburger meal biggie size and i'll have Ooh, a nice. sprite with that but then i'll also have in the same meal a spicy chicken sandwich meal Mm. biggie size with the chocolate frosty and i'll have the two orders of fries and i'll i'll dip the fries in the frosty the whole time Stop. oh yeah that dude i, I told, amazing it's so good but i i am very capable 
of getting very fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't look fat, so you're you're doing something right. Well, you you don't even yeah. want to know. You don't want to know what we're doing right now, Brooke. Are you are you are you doing the carnivore shit now? Yep. Oh gosh. Yep. You guys so, are doing the carnivore. So what are you exactly doing? <laughs> uh well, it's pretty simple. <laughs> we just eat fucking meat. Just that's meat. all. Just meat. Yep. I mean, I'm only Get doing out. five days like this. Two days over the weekend, I'm doing whatever. But I barely eat so, during the week anyway. So how do you eat just meat? Like, what do you have in the morning? Bacon and eggs. Steak. Yeah. Okay, but you still have, like, protein, like eggs and stuff like that? Oh, so, so yeah. So uh, essentially, the entire diet is based off of just animal product. Okay? Okay. So, and the only thing, essentially, animal products are only lacking for the most part, with the exception of milk, which we kind of we kind of limit the dairy, are carbohydrates. So fats and proteins are are really big. And on the carnivore diet, you're supposed to be consuming really high fat. Otherwise, you'll right. otherwise you'll waste away. Um, yeah. So the other thing that we should be eating that I haven't started eating yet are organ meats. Have you ever had like liver or kidney or heart? No. That's the best. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. You'll eat that Liver shit. and bacon. Liver and bacon, man. That's so good. That's oh, a- my gosh. That sounds interesting. I've never had that. Wow. Yeah. So I've, I just started – I had done the carnivore diet right before and, – and I don't preach – the carnivore diet. Let me, let me be, let me be clear about that. Like, I don't, I'm not sitting like, Oh, it'll get you fucking healthy. No, I I do the carnivore diet because it, it makes my skin way thinner. Like it's, it's an easy way to lose weight fast for me. Strictly. Really? Yeah. Because I, dude, I'll eat a fucking box of cereal in a city. Like I'll have uh, cocoa, cocoa pebbles or whatever, whatever, whatever my girlfriend That's the best though. Yeah. I'll eat a whole box of Captain Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerios, and I'll be mm. shitting for an hour. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be br- and I don't care. I'll just keep doing it. And then, oh my god, yeah, I'll have I'll have ice cream. I, I don't care. I have no concept of moderation. So for me, the yeah. carnivore diet is literally just as simple as well. You can't eat anything but meat. So, so it's fuck. like easy for you. You're like, yeah, let me just. Wow, Mindless. interesting. Wow, yep. I bet but you your I, guys's iron levels are like really good. I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm right? sure it is. Uh, stupid me. I haven't gotten a blood test yet. So I'm sure my HDLs are like, okay, but my LDLs are fucking through the roof. Yeah. Cause I don't, um, I don't have enough meat. I don't think, but you know, how come uh, to me, it's like I, the I, easiest I, thing to do. If you just have meat and vegetables, every uh, fucking meal, it's like, so it's cake. It is. But I just feel like I, um, don't, love me so i feel like i don't crave it as much like chicken and stuff like that cool no problem but it's like i don't i don't it's weird i don't really crave like like everyone craves like a good flame like i like it flaming out but i very rarely will like crave it i crave you know when i'm being bad it's like i crave pasta and all that so yeah don't don't we all i mean when brooker, yeah i know when brooker comes to visit me i easily gain 20 pounds He'll, he'll be, <laughs> no bullshit. We'll, we'll go to, we'll go to Kinchley's. We'll go to Cuban Pete's. We're, so pizza, fucking shitty, you name it. Any kind of anything. Anything. Right. And we'll, oh, that's great. But it's, it's usually, we, we usually don't like pick out on meats. We'll usually pick out on rice, pasta, fucking yeah. pizza, that's all my, that type of my stuff. my soft spot. Yeah, it's bad. That's bad. 
So, so Mandy, when, when you're, I mean, of course, in the WWE, it's such a physically grueling sport, right? And it's something that most people don't realise how demanding it is. When you're training each day, what sort of training are you doing? Because, I mean, you need to look good. You need to perform well. You need to, you know, I'm sure you've got some injuries that are niggling at you that you need to keep care of. Prehab yeah. work. What are, you, what, what are you kind of doing and how are you programming that? Um, basically, you know, I really just try to be as safe as possible. And like, honestly, I'm not like, you know, I don't do stupid things in the ring. I don't do high risk maneuvers because I want to save my body. I'm not, you know, looking to get injured and, and everyone's different. I'm, I, I like to stay on the ground. I'm not a high flyer either, which is, <laughs> I prefer that. But, um, just, just make sure, making sure recovery is good. Like, like you said it later, like, um, earlier when you get off the plane and like, you know, getting my massages every week, chiropractic, you know, getting the right chiropractor and um, kind of just working on my body and making sure I'm, I'm staying healthy and, you know, just training obviously to keep the muscle and uh, maintain. Um, so yeah, that's, I just, I just try to stay as safe as I can, but obviously accidents happen, you know, incidents happen where you can't control that. So you just have to be really careful, you know, and just be like safe and smart, you know, think smart, work smart. So have, have you had an injury, uh, take you out? Like no, you from performing yet? No, no injuries. Thank God. Knock on wood. No injuries. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I remember working with you. You had, you had solid genetics and, and like a solid, solid base. It was, it, it you weren't really going to get injured. Yeah. I remember, I remember Thank evaluating you. some of your competitors and I had uh -huh. emailed them about it. And I was like, yo, that, that chick, if she continues wrestling, she's definitely going to tear her ACL. But I mean, you're, you're, I know you're and super that's a common injury. Is Thank it? you. Yeah. 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 ACL, MCL, all that stuff is, is very common. Yeah. It's still, more, and I don't, and it's a long recovery. Yeah. More, more with chicks or, uh, in Both. with the guys as well. Probably more with the males, but I know I know um, a couple of girls that yeah have done it. Yeah, so Man, that's brutal. Yeah. I know. So what? Yeah. What is what is your favorite? And we'll we'll let you go in a couple minutes. Now we've been here almost an hour. What? <laughs> what is your favorite memory of the WWE? Like you're you're sitting back and you're and it just clicks to you. Like the first thing that came to your mind. Um, so far, I'd have to say, hmm, probably go with the Elimination Chamber, um, the second one we were in last year. Um, it was a tag team one, and we just, we were in it from like the start to the very end, and it was just, um, it was just a lot of fun. It was the most, we've like, most TV time we had in one sitting in a match. It was, um high stakes you know it was a brand new uh title women's championship title and um yeah it was just it was a lot of fun me and sonia obviously were a tag team and we're just we just had a bunch of fun like i would say that time and probably the royal rumble um this year was was a lot of fun and just now right now i'm having so much fun i'm enjoying it i'm in such a cool storyline that's resonated so well with the fans and um kind of getting like you know, getting my shine right now and, and getting the most TV time I've ever had. So I'd have to say with like, you know, everything going on, that's the one thing that's been positive and it's been nice. And, you know, during these tough times too, it's, you know, my career is taking off. It's, it's amazing. I'm grateful, but obviously we hope 
soon we can get back in front of fans because it's been a struggle with no fans, you know? Yeah. Um, so we, we, we hope soon that, that that will happen, especially with the, the, you know, you know, you know, the crowd reaction is like everything and your adrenaline rush yes. coming out of there. And it's like, I'm in this great storyline and I just, and now I'm a good guy, you know, and it's like, I just can't wait to come out and hear that crowd and, you know, reaction, but it's like, just wait for it, you know, hopefully the anticipation and the more we wait, it'll get better, but it's like a little, you know, a little anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Getting, just feeding off the crowd, right? Like that's yeah, just, that's just to like have what them. We like, do. Yep. That's so, mm-hmm. cause you guys are performers. So it's, yeah. That's yeah. That's that's a bummer that they're not there, but hopefully soon enough that'll yeah. that'll come. Hopefully, in. yeah. What's what's a favorite city that you've been to? Because um, you've been all over the world. Yes, all over. Um, actually, Dublin and Ireland was was a lot of fun. That was um kind of recently. Um, we had a we had a ball there. I wish we were there for longer. Sometimes we're only you know we were there for the night, but it was our last um, show that road loop so we were able to like kind of go out we were drinking irish coffees in the streets and like it was just really cool we what had a lot of guinness? fun did you drink oh uh, yeah i i did i had to have one yeah of course it's not my you know i don't normally drink <laughs> it but i had to have one and yeah <laughs> how was it it was good yeah especially there it was really good yeah yeah i bet but old so Andy, you mentioned uh when you were younger that you would never have dreamt to be in the wwe now What's something else you could uh, you'd never dream about for the future? Where do you think your where do you think your stars are going? If you could uh, project yourself forward a bit, where do you reckon you might end up? Uh, you know, the sky's the limit right now. I feel like anything I pursue, you know, and, and set my mind to, I can I can get there with the right you know, discipline and hard work. It's how I've got here, you know, in the first place. And um, you know, I whatever wherever it takes me now like i'm like we talked about you know for a while building my brand and kind of um developing a huge name for myself and you know acting and and it's just any anywhere you know at this point so um you know i'm just gonna keep keep pursuing whatever come and like i said earlier like i'm I'm, you know i'm so kind of like laid back and i just go with the flow so if something comes to me and it seems like a good idea i'm gonna you know go with it so Sure. I think that's an important part, sort of letting go. And it's almost like mm-hmm. life's like a river, right? Yeah. And at some yeah, point, exactly. you kind of let go and see where, it, see where it ends up. So Yeah, for sure. No, good. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so of much. Of course. For we, we appreciate for having you. me. Yeah, we appreciate your time. And hopefully, hopefully the crowd gets back there so you guys can get yeah. in the ring and, and feed off them soon enough, man. I know. I know. Definitely. And, All right, and, well, thank you guys. Yeah, and next thank time you, you're you're in this area, make sure you come I'll by. Bring you some more. I'll bring you some more mutts and uh, fresh super Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thank Cheers, you. Mandy. Thank you. All right, cheers. Bye.